2: Lee in Washington. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Alex Jones. I've been waiting a long time to talk to you. Anyways, I just wanted to say, um, I remember back in the day, uh, Y2K, the Bill Cooper incident, and you smoking East, Major Rogan. Now you lost your kids, and I'm so happy about that, dude. If I ever seen you in real life, I would smack the shit out of you. I uh, would we'll delay that, because we can't have cussing. I've never taken DMT. <laughs>
0: taken away
1: and welcome to a brand new life to a brand new day all the way from the wastelands of california my name is michael and i'm not a right-wing wacko or a convicted felon i look forward to once again serve you those sounds of salvation first time listeners turn on tune in and drop out this is a different kind of show A place where we don't feel so alone. Let us chase away the light no matter what you at home. Choose to believe. I do admire you for your curiosity. Live and direct right now on the TuneIn Radio app. Search end of days or go to michaeldeacon.com. If you care to interact with me or other listeners just like yourself, please go there now. Don't forget this is a call-in show. That number is 760-332-8920. One more time, 760 332 8920 my guest tonight is j57 he is an american rapper and producer began his musical career doing underground freestyle battles way back in 1997 he is quite accomplished he's been around doing lots of various projects with top names out there once again thank you ladies and gentlemen for allowing me into your hearts and into your minds here we are again on a night like this Hello boys and girls, welcome back to another edition of End of Days, the Michael Deacon program. Thanks for being here with me tonight. Always fun. Let's waste no time. I believe my guest is already here on the line. Let's bring him in. Jay, are you there? Yes sir. Or James? Which do you prefer? Jay, Jay's good. Okay, we can go with Jay. What's going on man? How are you? What's going on out there in New York City?
2: I'm good, thank you man. I'm really, really good. um yo, know, I'm just excited to get back in the studio. I'm excited about this interview. I'm excited to go on tour and be, you know, hitting up hitting up your city probably in the next month or two. So I'm, I'm just excited, man. You know, a lot of good stuff going on. And I'm very grateful to be on your show.
1: Wait, my city, are you talking about El Centro or are you talking about San Diego?
2: I'm talking about San Diego, my bad. I nice. thought you were in San Diego, but... <laughs> no,
1: I'm, I'm there quite but, often, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, word. Well, uh... Hey, you never know. Maybe, maybe it'll be your actual city as well. You know what I mean? But soon enough, we will be over there soon enough. You know what I mean?
1: I like that. I like that. So you're going to go back into the studio. What's going on? What is being worked on?
2: Um, I like to work on a lot of different things at one time until I get bored of it and go to the next one. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, I worked on like f- maybe four different projects so far today. And now I'm going to fine tune. One song for my group j Gang, uh, for our debut EP. j Gang consists of Razkaz, Gant, and J-57. And, uh, we, we're getting the project mixed right now. So I just wanted to, like, fine tune one, one of, you know, one of the songs. And, uh, that's, that's pretty much what I'm going to be getting into after this. You know what I mean?
1: I like that. A man with a plan. <laughs> Thanks. A word. So l- let's talk a little bit about your childhood and growing up out there. What was that like for you? Did you have i guess you could say a normal childhood or or were you a wild uh type of kid like myself
2: uh honestly the truth is both because i grew up grew up on long Island you know I lived in uh you know Long Island before moving to brooklyn and uh so i mean i straight up grew up in long Island though um yeah normal normal childhood for sure you know i'm really really uh i'm lucky to to have grown up the way I have for me you know it works it works for me to have like you know both my parents in the picture and you know suburban uh kind of lifestyle that that really worked for me and I'm really really grateful for it and then probably around high school I got to be a little bit more wild as you say and uh you know that's <laughs> that's from the drinking I'm but,
1: drinking right now I got to be honest
2: you know oh what are you what are you drinking
1: I am drinking a, a Firestone Union Jack IPA
2: Nice dude, that sounds good.
1: It's pretty goddamn good, I'm not going to lie.
2: Good man, good. Well, yeah, you know, like my my free thinking ways started in high school. You know what I mean? Um not that my parents were telling me how to think in the slightest, and to this day they don't, you know what I mean? But it's just, you know, I kind of kind of lived just a re- regular normal life, life until uh till probably high school, you know what I mean?
1: And that's when you just went wild.
2: A little bit. I mean, I didn't realize it was wild until I'm telling people about it now and they're like you were bad. I'm like, I really wasn't though. Like there were mad people in my high school that were way worse than me. And some of them, unfortunately are dead or in jail. You know what I mean? Cause they were that bad. You oh, know what shit. I mean? but, right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so like, yeah. I feel like I'm not that I wasn't that bad, but, but every time I tell people the stories of what I did and how a lot of it was pretty damn illegal, um, <laughs> they're like, you were bad. like
1: At least you didn't kill anyone though. Right.
2: Definitely didn't kill anyone. Didn't even come close.
1: There was a guy in high school, I believe. I I think we were about 16 at the time, and he went out drinking and killed his girlfriend. It it was a big, big thing out here in this little city.
2: Damn. Yeah, these two kids I grew up with actually, the same exact thing happened. Like in uh, when they, you know, in high school, or whatever. Like two kids I literally grew up with. Like I known since I was like five or six or seven, something like that. And the same exact thing happened. That's crazy, right? And killed the passenger by accident in a, you know, in an accident. Crazy, crazy. Did crazy. that
1: guy live by the way?
2: Yeah, he's still in jail.
1: Oh he's shit. in jail he's for still like in 10,
2: jail? he's been, yeah, he's been in jail for like, uh, a little over 10 years now. And then unfortunately our friend in the passenger seat, like I said, you know, died. And, uh, so like that, cause I moved in high school. I moved to a different school that was 20 minutes away. So I wasn't very much in touch with. The kids I grew up with, cause I kinda just went and did my own thing and they did their own. We still kept in touch a little bit, but then I found that the same story you just told. Same exact kind of thing, like, you never know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the dude, the dude was drunk, he was driving right. and then he wakes up in jail and he's been there for over 10 years now, that, and he killed his best friend. Damn, you know?
1: that, that is wild shit right there.
2: Yeah, you never know, man. You never know about, you know, you never know when it's your time, you never know what the repercussions will be of what you do, you know what I'm saying? Right.
1: So here, here one day, gone the next, really. And what yep, what's, I think what's, about that every day. Yeah, what's crazy is this guy, um, he's not in jail anymore. He had a very wealthy parent, so he he's already out and now he's a lawyer. Kinda of, kinda of funny, right? Wow.
2: Wow, yeah, a little bit. Kinda <laughs> sick,
1: right? What a sick bastard. Yeah,
2: he was he's definitely a sick bastard.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I I'd rather not go into it anymore. I mean that was that's pretty dark stuff there, but yes, I, I'm glad we both have um, very similar um, childhoods, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's, it could could be, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sounds ex- <like> it sounds <laughs> like it. Except that was a little bit
1: more devious than you. Or I, I did plenty of bad things, lots what,
2: of. What can, can you tell? Can you tell the people one thing that you did? I'm, I'm sure, curious. Sure,
1: sure. I don't really give a fuck. I'll tell you. Um, you know, there were times in my high school it was an open campus. However, you would need like a permission slip from a, the teacher. Okay. And I kind of knew someone's signature very well. <laughs> so, you know, I was able to um, leave campus quite regularly.
2: That's awesome.
1: It was a good time, but, ooh, I I hope no one is listening that could possibly get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, but then it's been more than 10 years. I'm safe, right?
2: Yeah. Statute of limitations, bro. We're good.
1: All right. <laughs> we're safe. We made it. So, yep. you, you know, I'm glad you're here. What time is it over there in New York, by the way?
2: It is 9.52 PM Eastern Standard Time.
1: Very nice. Very nice. And going back uh, just to, going back just the previous show, I talked to Eric, who you've done love music. That kid. You've done music with him.
2: Tons of music with that guy. I've done so much music with him. I'm a, I was a fan first. I love that kid. He's a good dude. He makes great music. He's like he's like me, like he grew up on punk and hip hop, you know what I mean, and metal. So it's like we got a real brotherhood, you know what I mean?
1: Yes, I've known him since I was in seventh grade.
2: Didn't know that part. That's interesting as hell.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's a longtime friend of mine. We we he's seen me do plenty of awful things in life. It's awesome. (laughs) Okay. I, I was nervous as shit once I had him on the air here. I was like, Oh God, he's gonna just bury the fuck out of me on here and just incriminate me, <laughs> but it it didn't happen. Did so. do it? No, no, he was okay. he was a gentleman. He he easily could have buried me, though.
2: That's funny. Yeah, he's a good dude. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't yeah, do that, he, dude. He, yeah, he's a good <laughs> guy.
1: But then again, you know, I welcome that sort of thing. I mean, who wants to hear two guys get along on the air?
2: Yeah, I guess you're right. He makes really good radio when, when they don't, and it's entertaining. <laughs>
1: and you actually have a little experience in that. That realm yourself, you were on, uh, serious radio at one point, right?
2: Yeah, man. I was on, uh, from, I think it was like '09 to, uh, yeah, 2009 to 2016. And I just, you know, I couldn't do it anymore because of my schedule and stuff, and like touring and stuff like that. I couldn't, couldn't do it anymore, but I, uh, you know, I wasn't really on the mic though the first two-ish years. Like I probably wasn't on the mic until 2011. Were you guys 2012?
1: You guys were just spinning music though, right?
2: No, we, we were doing, uh, interviews and, talk breaks and stuff like that. So I was like I was on the air like a little bit of everything. Though. Um yeah, well I mean the 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 lay the format of the show was, you know, it was DJ Eclipse's show. So, you know, shouts to DJ Eclipse, um, of the of the legendary nonfiction and the Coco nostra You know, Eclipse um it was his show and he asked me to just start answering phones back when back when I was working for him at uh when I worked at Fat Beats Records at the the record store when I was around back in like oh nine and I was just answering phones for him. Like callers would call in, you know what I'm saying? I'd be the little kid answering the phones or whatever. And then, you know, he was just like, and then DJ Premier would fill in for him sometimes when Eclipse was on tour. And then Preem would ask me to get on the mic and I would be mad nervous for a lot of reasons. I I wasn't nervous of being on the, I wasn't nervous of being on the air because I was already doing like radio interviews for so many years being a, you know, an artist and so. So like that wasn't it. But being on the air with a legend like DJ Premier who I didn't really know, you know, Eclipse is a legend too, but I already knew Eclipse for like, I don't know, six years by then. But like, you know what I'm saying? So, Priam got me on the air and I got really comfortable with that, you know, with the radio format. And then Eclipse started having me kind of co-host with him and Torre, um, you know, on the air and stuff. And it was really, it was a really great experience. And I, uh, the last couple of years of it, I was not sober even one time. I was completely drunk every
1: single time. Damn. (laughs) That's, that's wild.
2: Yeah. A little bit wild. A little bit.
1: (laughs) I need to, I need to jump on serious. That's, that's kind of my goal here to be honest with you. I've learned that. Yeah, you'd you I would be that, dope on that. I've learned that a terrestrial radio, you know, I get I get the chance to have these meetings every now and then. But once we really start getting in there and they start uh, listening more, um, they get cold feet, and then, well, then I never hear from them again. <laughs> it's oh, really? A, it's hilarious. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, there's a few places that would um, definitely have me around, mostly in the Texas area. Lots of crazy people there, so you know they kind of accept me more there.
2: That's cool. Texas is fun, you know what I mean?
1: Sure, <laughs> sure, but you know it's just a small little radio station, just a you know a little hole in the wall. It's not like uh, the Titans of uh, serious radio.
2: Yeah, some some Titan shit going on, you know what I mean? That's where
1: I need to be, man. That's that's the goal.
2: Yeah, I can see you doing that. That'd be dope.
1: I'd have a great time. Um, this show would work perfect for that. It's a pretty wild show here that we do and um moving... hey, yo, what's up dude
2: i got to ask you a question though man who who's your favorite rapper of all time
1: my favorite rapper of all time
2: yeah if you don't mind me asking you a question i'm sorry this that's is okay. your
1: show <laughs> no no you could ask me anything you want you know that that's a very difficult question and i was actually going to ask you about that sort of thing but um favorite rapper hmm who could it be you know there's people like necro and uh jedi mind tricks who I, i've always liked but, ne- ne- oh, yeah. but Necro is someone who I've always liked, and someone who I've actually interviewed.
2: Oh my God, I want to hear that one. Is, it, is that archived online or anything for me to listen
1: to? Yeah, I'll send you a link. I, I did it on a previous. Please, yeah. I, I did it on a previous show, a show that I just regret doing now. I, I wasted so much time. <laughs> I could have just done it alone. Uh, but you know, oh, we, I got you. we we learn. You know, we 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 move on. And we learn things, and uh, of course. Necro, you know, he took, he took the chance to, uh, talk to, talk to me and, you know, I got him heated right away. It was pretty damn funny. (laughs) Right, right from the jump. Right from the jump, I got him (laughs) pissed off. Oh my God. He didn't like me. Can you give me a spoiler? Well, he (laughs) didn't, well, first of all, I called him by his real name. He didn't like that right away. (laughs) He he brought up Eminem. He's like, if you were going to interview Eminem, you, you would call him Marshall.
2: Oh my yeah, god, it was, That's was so funny. <laughs> he
1: was, he was triggered. It was hilarious.
2: Oh, he's the goat, man. I always, every day on Instagram, I'm always leaving comments, right? Goat, because he always does the funniest fucking shit. He's he, a funny dude, he's man. He's special.
1: That guy is kind of like a lyrical genius in a way.
2: Yeah, he, he's one of the most. Yo, no matter what anybody says, this is a fact. This is a fact. Nobody could, nobody could say I'm wrong. He is actually one of the most original rappers of all time, dude. No I know shit. The, no I, shit. I, I know how. Yeah, I know like horrorcore and whatever was there before him, you know, older generations or whatever, but nobody's done what he's done, man. Like he is actually the most unique. Um, he's one of the most unique, you know, there's nobody who's the most unique, but he's one of the most unique, you know, rappers of all time. And, and that, uh, to me, that's fucking awesome, man. Like he left his, he left his, his mark on the world. You know what I mean? That's really dope.
1: Yeah. He's one creative guy. Hell yeah. I'm like burping by the way. I had to hit mute. (laughs) Sorry about that.
2: I, I respect it.
1: Yeah. By, by the way, um, you also, I, I believe you were on the label with Prodigy, correct?
2: Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, who knows? I I've, I've i put out so much music, thinking, you know what I mean? I thought, you,
1: I thought I might have seen your name, that's why, along the name with, with Prodigy uh, no. at one time.
2: Oh, I did a remix. I did a remix for my homies that oh, I did a that, song with Prodigy. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's for sure what it was. Like, my homies, they go, they go by the Vill- villains, and they were, I know them, well actually I just know the, one of the two rappers. I know Rim P from the villains. I, I know Rim from when Sean Price, um sat us down to have a meeting, because I was gonna A&R their album, uh, through a label called Soul Spasm Records, which puts out a bunch of music for me and, and Transformer. And um so me, the owner of Jim from Soul Spasm, and Rim, and Illogy actually was there too. We all sat down with Sean Price and we're going to do all that shit. And then Sean unfortunately passed away. You know what I'm saying? And then me and Rim were like, yo, let's link up anyway. Let's make some music anyway. And then he was like, yo, do you want to remix this track we just did with Prodigy? And I was like, yeah, like I, I just interviewed Prodigy like that week. He gave me his number and was like, yo, call me, man. Like let's get, let's give me some beats. You know what I'm saying? I want some beats from you. He's like, I just like your vibe, blah, blah, blah. And then he, he went and listened to my music after and was like, and then. Started hitting me up being like, yo, let's fucking, let's do a record. So I did that remix. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, rest in peace prodigy. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was, that's one of the, one of my favorite artists of all time, man. So that it was definitely an honor to have worked with him, even in, a, even in that different capacity as a, you know, a remix and still working with them. Um, it was official. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. an Official remix. Right. It wasn't like I found an acapella and did something and was a fan about it. I was, I was a fan about it, but I was asked to do it. So it's like, I'll always have that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, rest in peace, proud as you though.
1: Legendary figure there, and of course, I also, you know, we, we talked on Twitter privately, and you, you know, you told me you weren't exactly with the whole conspiracy angle.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I, really I know that. much about it, is what it is. I, I didn't wanna, um, right. I, I, know. I, I came out, I came out, I came right out to tell you that so that I wasn't, cause I didn't, I was traveling this weekend, and I didn't get a chance to really listen to the show, and I didn't wanna be like, disrespectful coming on your show if it was about that Oh no, we you know I what don't saying? Yeah,
1: I don't always talk about conspiracies here on the program. Uh, that Word. That's Yeah, not and that, then that's not you told case. me that. Yeah. So yeah. I was like I
2: was like, "All right, that sounds good," you
1: know what I mean? Mhm. Right. As you know, well, I think you might know, there was all sorts of things online about about the rapper uh Prodigy, how his death w- was linked to different things of of different sorts. People were jumping around with all sorts of different conspiracy angles on his death. I was just curious if you might have had uh heard anything like that.
2: Uh, I'll be honest, I have not. I'll be very honest. I didn't hear anything about that. I mean you know what I'm saying? I
1: don't know. I I understand. Yeah, it's a little odd. That's a name that I thought, well, I'm not sure why all kinds of uh conspiracy theorists are throwing his name around out there, but um mm, you know, that's gotcha. What, that's what happens though, you know, people run wild with all sorts of different things. Yeah. Yeah, and you know another thing I noticed. All sorts of different people that I've met who live within, you know, a close range of New York City. Hardly any of them are really into the whole conspiracy thing. That's kind of what I noticed. Kind of what I noticed. Oh, really? Yeah, that, I'm kind of. Kind of, kind of baffles me just a little bit there. you know, you
2: know what's funny, man? Like, I, b- I definitely believe that that stat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I def- you're definitely right, but I definitely met. So many people that were into conspiracies, like in New York. And I'm talking about like met them. Like I don't know like I'm not saying it's I definitely know people who are into it. Right. Sure. I'm like, sure
1: there is, sure.
2: Ton of people. Ton of people. Actually a lot of a lot of kids I grew up with in Long Island, you know what I'm saying? Or on Long Island, excuse me. Um like a bunch of a bunch of those kids I grew up with. I remember we were playing like we'd be like at a party in high school and in college, drinking and shit like that, and I'd be like freestyling in the ciphers, blah, blah, blah. And I remember it would always end with Crazy debates, motherfuckers have crazy debates about the conspiracy shit, about a lot, especially this is like the George Bush, George W, uh, era and all that. So they were going hard in the paint with that. And because I know people who are into that shit, that's why I wanted to come clean with you, that I'm not, I don't, I'm not really up on it. So I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to look like a lightweight no, talking okay. about shit. I don't really know. You don't know what i Yeah, but, don't. Uh, worry. But I have like my homie that taught me how to make beats and stuff, IQ. Um, he's in a, he's in like, a really dope crew called, uh, Dead Rabbits. And he's, um, he's the one who taught me how to make beats and how to rhyme, you know, as well. And, uh, he's super into that shit and he raps about it to this day. Actually, I should link you with him sure. because he's, uh, he's got a new album coming out and he's, he's like, not just cause he's one of my oldest friends and shit, but like he really is one of the dopest artists I know straight up. You know what I mean? But his new project is him playing guitar, uh, seven string, I think bass or guitar or whatever it is. On all his beats, and he raps over it, shit, and it's really dope. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah. But yeah, but there there are people from New York for sure. But I guess maybe it's like less or something than on the West Coast. Or uh, yeah,
1: like I think so. I kind of think there's a strange thing going on. Lots of uh, folks went. Once uh, Prodigy died, people were saying that it was an unexplainable death, and he was working on a musical about the Illuminati. You know, all all of that stuff was was coming out once he was in that Las Vegas hospital. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure if you ask your 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 friend over there, he would he probably knows a lot more about this than I do.
2: Yeah, that's interesting stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, apparently he was into that. I I don't know. I didn't know him personally, and um, I for sure never heard him talk about anything like that. But apparently that's what he was gonna do, and um. People think he might have been Yeah, people think he might have been whacked for that, but I I don't think so. Gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, that's just not I just don't think so, to be perfectly honest. Also, um switching uh subjects here over ever so slightly, you also made music for a Method Man, which is pretty damn cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's like um like Beyond the Dream Come True, you know what I'm saying? I was asked to do a record on his last album called The Meth Lab. And the track I did is called The Purple Tape.
1: The Meth Lab. thing that
2: they even called. Yeah. He's and, smoking uh, meth now? Out.
1: Is that what he's doing?
2: <laughs> Maybe. He's all nah, he out.
0: Rapping. But uh, he,
2: uh, <laughs> they, yeah, they asked me to do a record and then they featured Raekwon and Inspector Deck on it. And then they gave me the Pro Tool session to mess with it. So I brought that, I brought that track to another level. You know, like I got to really work on it. Like I'm going to do tonight work, you know, work on the song a little more kind of nice. thing. And then.
1: Nice.
2: You know, we uh we got like I think we accumulated like I don't know, like four or five million streams and, you know, YouTube views and all that stuff with that song, like the video, I'm in the video and stuff like that. And that shit was a dream come true, man. I'd growing up a Wu Tang fan since I was like maybe eleven or twelve or whatever. Might have been twelve years old when I first got into Wu Tang and like
1: were you like Puff Daddy in the video? Extreme. You were you were like Puff Daddy in the video <laughs> dancing?
2: No, but that would've been funny as hell. Dancing on the
1: video. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that, right? that was Shug Knight. Shug Knight. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm oh, just in the video. Like, it was, I'm just like in there, like kind of screaming the hook or whatever. And then there's a part where Method Man calls me over and gives me a pound, and then we throw up the woo sim- symbol together. And that didn't make it into the video, but I have the footage. Oh
1: shit! <laughs> but uh, why, just, why didn't that make it? Feels, to the, yeah, why didn't that make into to the official video?
2: I, you know, on some real shit, I don't know. Like that bothers me to this day because that shit was. I was so excited. It was. It was during the intro. That's In the intro of the track. That sucks. Yeah, like they, yeah, I put like my, uh, my, my beat tag is, I'm the J57. It's like a little robot voice I, I created saying that. So in the beginning of the song here, I'm the J57. And then is like, got you. And then during that part, he comes he waves me over, gives me a pound, and then we throw up the W together. And I'm like, yo, that shit is gonna be the illest shit when it comes out. And then they sent me the video, and I'm like, yo, why isn't that part in there? What the fuck?
1: Oh, come yeah, on. But it's all good. Oh it's all that, that's good though. Terrible. Why why'd they cut you out? <laughs> that's am no, in the video.
2: I'm just not in that one part. Yeah, I'm but, not in that one part. I'm in the video. Though.
1: But that part seems important.
2: Yes, that part was. You're you're correct. It was important oh, no. and they cut me the fuck out. They
1: dropped the ball. I don't know why. They dropped the they ball. They
2: dropped the ball and Met is the man. He just hit me up. I put out a new EP and he hit I guess he was fucking with it, you know, and he hit me up and wants beats for his new album. So maybe I'll get the chance to finally Live that, that dream of, of throwing up the W with Method in a video. Maybe I will.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you could, um, drink with him if, if that's what he does nowadays. I'm not sure.
2: Nah, I was drinking at the video shoot. I was drinking heavily at the video shoot. He wasn't, he was just smoking. I asked him okay. if he wanted some vodka. We bought, nice. yeah, me and my homie, my business partner and me bought like this big bottle of vodka for everybody to drink. And fuck it. And he was like, nah, nah, I'm good. And he was just smoking blunt after blunt.
1: <laughs> it sounds like Method mad at me.
2: <laughs> yup, yup. He did not disappoint. He's a very cool dude. He's a I like very that. good dude. I,
1: he's he's I Yeah, like he's, that. You, you know, I you, a lot of love. Man. You remind me of a of a story um way back in uh I think it might have been 2005. I actually went and saw Bone Thugs in Harmony. They might be my favorite rap group uh, to be honest.
2: And oh, okay. I went and okay. saw
1: them in I believe it might have been Anaheim and Nice. Check this out. I actually got kicked out for smoking. I'm not even kidding you.
2: Damn, not even
1: sucks. playing. Not even playing.
2: You smoking weed or a cigarette?
1: Well, you know what I was smoking.
2: No, because my boy got kicked out for smoking a cigarette in New York City. We went to go see Idea and Abilities in 2005, and so, funny enough, and he got kicked out for smoking a cigarette in there because they just <laughs> a, stopped letting you smoke A cigarette. cigarette. That's I weird. know. And he, and trust me, he he smokes a lot of weed to this day. But he got kicked out for smoking a cigarette, that's why I had to ask, you know. Yeah,
1: mine wasn't a a cigarette, mine was in a bowl.
2: Got you, got you. Right,
1: and of course I had to throw that out before the the, the cops showed up there.
2: But of course I ran.
1: Yeah, but of course later on I went back and picked it up from the bush I dropped it in though.
2: Oh good, see that never never works for people, like they're like, yo I threw it over here and then they go look and it's gone. Some lucky motherfucker found it.
1: (laughs) Those are amateurs, that's why. Uh, I knew what I was doing, I knew what I was doing. But I didn't think I was gonna. Get, I didn't think I was gonna get kicked out from the House of Blues. But apparently, you know, the security did not like me having too much fun out there. Uh, understandable <laughs> though, understandable. It's not, you know, they gotta follow the rules, whatever. Um, uh, gotcha. Right. Uh, moving along here, I did want to ask you about the recent Eminem freestyle that caught all sorts of buzz online. I'm sure you heard it, right? Yes, I did. All right, you gotta tell me what you thought about that. I need your honest opinion. Um, you were freestyling yeah, way absolutely. back in the day, so you know. what did you think about it? Was it good?
2: Yeah, you know, I think um, I'm I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be careful with what I'm saying, cause I'm just gonna like say what I feel. You oh know I mean?
1: shit! Oh I think, shit!
2: No, it's not nothing bad. It's actually good. I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to think of what I should say first. Well, so my, my opinion,
1: my opinion is pretty bad, but go ahead.
2: Oh shit. Okay. Well, all right. So how, the way I feel is <laughs> the way I feel is about the all right. There's like three categories to it, really. All right. The first one is the content, the thing he's talking, the shit he's talking about. I'm glad that he did that because he's in a he has a platform. Strong like, content. Don't get me wrong. Right? Like in, in my in my group, I have Razkaz, He's in JMO gang. You know what I'm saying? And Razkaz has been he's put out. You know what I'm saying? Um, the same kind of content actually as that. The, you know, anti-Trump freestyle. He's put that, he's put songs out like that and they've done very well, but he's not, you know, he doesn't, he didn't have the same platform as Eminem. Eminem is a, is like a triple A list celebrity, you know what I mean? Right. So he has a, he's, he's got a larger, like a lot of people got mad at him for a bunch of reasons, but he's, he's like, he's able to say some shit and make a di- Like him, Jay-Z and like Kanye are, but whether we like it or, and Drake, you know what I'm saying? Whether we like it or not, those are like four of the biggest rappers, whether we like it or not. So if any of them were to say something like that, it really will be, Heard by a lot of people. And, and it true. will make a difference. Right. It will make, it will make a little bit of a difference. You know what I'm saying? So um Eminem did that. That's why I commend him for that. That's really fucking cool. And you know, I, I seen people saying that the bars were weak and all that kind of shit. At the end of the day, I, I fucked with what he was saying. Like I know there were some, some lines that were kind of like, okay, whatever. But at the end of it and like, you know, his, his anger and stuff, like, I probably would have attacked it differently, but I'm also not Eminem. So I'm like, I get it. Right, for right. him, it makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? For him, it makes sense. And I'm glad he did that shit because like he he could have just sat, stood there and talked about how great he was for fucking seven minutes or whatever. Three minutes. It was three minutes long, I think. He could have just stood there and been like, he could just do what he's been doing since the late nineties where we know him for talking about how great he is at like braggadocious kind of rapping or saying funny shit, blah, blah, blah for the sure. entire time. And he, he, instead he decided to make a, you know, a statement, which was very cool. In my opinion, so that was that was pretty much all I was gonna say about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know, honestly, I listened to it. I thought, I thought it stunk.
2: (laughs) I thought it stunk.
1: I mean, I well, let me explain. I haven't had listened to him at all in so many years. Like the the most recent album, I I just never bothered to listen, to be honest. And I was I was expecting something like the whole D12 album when when he was on that gotcha. album. Yes, I was expecting something of that nature when I thought, okay, he's freestyling about Trump. I was thinking, okay, <laughs> I hope this is good. And I'm I'm hoping he's going to go back to that. And well, I don't know. I he could definitely do better. That that's my opinion. I I just thought it it was a little it was some of it was a little cheesy, sure. And I just expected okay. so much better from him because he, you know, he's a good rapper. I'm not taking that away from him. Definitely not. Yeah, of course. I just thought, god damn, I thought you were going to do much better than that. Maybe I was just expecting a little too much over something that probably wasn't supposed to be that,
2: I, I... That, You know, I'll well, be honest, that's, that's what, that's how I'm looking at it. Like, not about you, not about your, the way you're looking. At, I'm talking about for me, like, I didn't, I don't really have a big stand, like, I, I didn't have a high standard. Board I think that's
1: what it was. He, yeah, you know, was a he personal. Really, um, mm-hmm. He was
2: just getting the point across. Right. Yeah, like, to me, I, I fucks with the fact that he getting yeah. a point across. So it's like, if there were some lines that were like, if he said it in the song, I'd be like, I don't know about that. But for this, it's like, he's really, he's really bringing it home. And like I said, the anger and stuff, like towards the end, he's really getting angry and shit. Like that was, that was like the one thing I didn't really fuck with because I, I I wouldn't do that, like I said, but. It, but, seemed, um, it seemed, again, kind, we know, he, yeah, it seemed kind, yeah. It seemed kind of, pre- for that.
1: it seemed kind of pretentious, the whole fake anger thing.
2: Yeah, I think you should have just like not done the anger right. thing to be honest. But <laughs> you know, I'm not, am uh,
1: not a fan of Trump by the way either. I'm not a fan of any president. I just want to get that out there. I don't want you to think I'm a supporter of any of these people. I'm, no, I'm yeah, definitely I know. not. I, I mean,
2: to have the show, to have the right. show that you have, I could not see you being a Trump supporter. Fuck no,
1: <laughs> I, I don't support any of these people, not in the slightest. Yeah,
2: I mean either. Me neither.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're all garbage to me, to just to be honest here. And, again, I, I just thought Eminem was going to come with it. It was just my personal assumption that he was just going to rip them apart a lot better. But maybe he was careful. I mean, here on the show I talk a lot about, you know, sleeping with his, his wife, Mel- Melania. You know, I always say wild things of, like, <laughs> I want to see what her underwear looks like. You know, that sort of thing. I mean, but but I mean I'm not so, lying. It's kind of true. You know I kind of would like to take her out. I'm not lying about that.
2: Yeah, okay. I'd, hook up, I'd
1: hook up with her. I don't care.
2: Yeah, why not? I mean, she she doesn't not, want to be with that guy. She's fucked being with him. You I know
1: that. I know, and you know he he's he's not he's not you know he's not nailing her right. You know he's got low testosterone. Yeah. You know he's busy running the country, <laughs> and she's out there. You know, lonely. So.
2: She's banging the bodyguards. Pro- I mean, we all know, know that. The probably, service.
1: you know what? She's, probably, man. Probably.
2: That's from day one. I'm like, she's definitely banging somebody. There's no doubt.
1: <laughs> you, you know what? You're probably right. You're probably <laughs> right, man. And um, by the way, who who is your favorite rapper? Who who actually inspired you to start rapping and um make music, really?
2: Yo, know, I'll, I'll be honest, man. Like, I don't I don't have a favorite. I really do have so many favorites, and like back then when i when i started like when i started like rhyming and shit like in in late you know the late 90s in high school um i was into so much so many different artists and so like so much different music that i there really wasn't like one artist where i'm like i could do it too or some shit like that it was like i just was entrenched with the the underground hip-hop scene so heavy i was just really i'm talking about like 1998 like that's when I started taking it. See, like I know on Wikipedia it says 1997, but it was 98 when I started rhyming and shit. I don't know how they even got that information. Oh, 98, it was really impressive. It's all good. It's all. I don't even know how that motherfucker who wrote that shit even. I don't even know where they got that shit, but that like that's impressive to me. So I'm grateful as fuck. But it was, you know, it is 1998. So in 1998, <laughs> think about those records that were coming out. It was like so much great music. It was Jedi, like we were just talking about Jedi Mind Trick, fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like DITC, Big L. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, like, those records are still coming out. Um, you, uh, nonfiction, Dell the Funky Homo Sapien, Hieroglyphics, fucking, I can't even list all that shit. Yeah, I, was, outcast. I was entrenched with, out, out, yeah, Outcast was fucking killing it. Right. Like, I was into so much, I was into so much hip-hop, you know what I mean? So, for me, it was just, like, a matter of, I was just rapping over beats. I was, like, taking premiere instrumentals from my actual vinyl records and, like, playing that shit and then free, and then rapping over it and writing it writing these little shitty, shitty rhymes on a piece of paper. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, my God. I might have accidentally hung up on him there. That is terrible. There you are. I'm sorry about that.
2: No, it's all good, man. <laughs> I
1: didn't mean to hang up on you. I, I hit the wrong button there. I was trying to adjust. It's all good. I was trying to adjust the mic, and I hit this special little dump button I got here. Sorry about that. I, I, I fucked up. <laughs> it's okay. See what happens when you drink, no. when you're drinking heavily?
2: I... I've, I've fucked up quite a few things drinking heavily, so yeah, I understand, you, but no, it's all good. Right. It's all good. I,
1: Sorry about that.
2: I, uh, it's okay, man. I was done with – I literally was done with saying what I – I was done saying what I was saying. Like, I, I, I finished my sentence, and then I heard the beep, beep, beep of it ending, so it's all good, man.
1: Terrible. Uh, again, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. I cut you off right at, at a good point there, but um, – It's cool. Yes. It's cool. Don't worry. So, yeah – Wikipedia has the whole 97 thing wrong. It's, it's 98 when you actually started <laughs> rapping, right?
2: Yeah, next year will be 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, God, I was, damn. Yeah. how, how like do I'm you born feel? In how so, do you feel about that, that, man?
1: How do you feel about that? You're, you know, you're out there in New York and, you know, you randomly think, holy shit, I've been rapping since forever.
2: I can't believe it. Yo, I remember I was a kid. The internet was not popping in the late 90s or some shit like that, but I somehow, found some message boards back in the day to like you know learn more about these artists cuz you couldn't you know I was into like Cannibal Ox and all these fucking awesome groups and you can't get any info about them in like 1999 and 2000 you know but I remember I split this one interview with nonfiction and Ill Bill was saying don't take something like he was saying some shit like don't you don't put out music until you've been rapping for 5 years you got to be rapping for 5 years and then put out your music because you're not good mature enough as an artist you're going to be still like a real novice is what he was trying to say and right. I remember looking at that interview, reading it, and thinking, five years is so long. You know what I'm saying? And now I've literally done four times that. <laughs> it's crazy.
1: Time flies by, right?
2: Yeah, it does, man. It's weird, but it's cool.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's pretty trippy. Have you been able to work with every musician you've always wanted to?
2: Oh, man. Not, I, I've worked with I'm, – I'm, like, really, really lucky. Fuck luck. I don't believe in luck. I think that's fucking pussy bullshit. Anybody who does believe in luck – I'm grateful as fuck though for all the people I have worked with, but there's a few of them that I have not worked with. That I'm dying to, man. Like for sure, for sure. But, but I, I'm not like one of those people who've like done some really great shit and then they're like, well, I didn't get to work with this person. So I'm all, you know, like I'm depressed about it. I'm like, nah, I'm mad grateful for the people I did work, I have worked with. Like that shit is crazy as fuck to me. You know what I'm saying? But, but there are, there's definitely a, at least a handful of people that I'm like, I'm, I'm working my ass off every day to like get on their radar. You know what I mean? I I know about, I know a few of them have heard my shit, whether it's my music or beats I've done for people. I know for a fact, you know what I'm saying? But, um, I want to work with a few different people for sure.
1: Yeah. You know, it must be really difficult too, getting like an album that's out there and that's selling well, especially in this time that we live in. Everyone's just downloading all that shit right away. Yeah. Everyone's leaking every album right away so i, I yeah can, they I, are yeah, i mean i can imagine it's, it's pretty hard to get really going if you are one of these big artists
2: yeah i think uh i think you know the, the one thing that is cool is the fact that streaming is so popular so that you know people definitely bootleg albums i get the google alerts all the time that people bootleg all my shit which is cool because it, it's a catch-22 it shows that people care like it's not like it's not like i put out an album and nobody cares or some shit like that would be, that would be, that'd be sad. You know what I mean? That'd be mad depressing to me. So at least I got that going <laughs> for me. Yeah, so you would have to, mind.
1: you would have to change up a few things if that were true.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know what I mean? But, so I'm like, I always think of that. I'm like, at least they fucking care. Like, they actually right. want the music. Yeah. But now it's like, but now they're streaming. So, like, you know, I, like I said, the Method Man shit, you know, like we got millions and millions of streams on that shit. And I did not see millions and millions of dollars, so exactly. I'm not streaming loop for anybody.
1: Yeah, what the fuck, right? You you literally... see millions of downloads, yet you don't see the money.
2: Oh yeah, it's not that yeah.
1: It's not totally. right. It's not right.
2: I know. But I, hey, you know, at least we got you know, at least at least people can't bootleg fucking a tour experience or a live show that's experience. True. You know what I mean? so,
1: that's true. But but then so again, I got my merch. Yeah, but you know? you're also getting exposure, which is good.
2: Yeah, exactly. And expo- like exposure is that was like all I strived to get back in the day, to be honest. I just wanted people, I wanted ears. I wanted people to hear what I do. That was it, you know? So um, now I want, you know, now I want more than that. But, it's you know, that that shit is really good for you, you know, as an artist that really gets you out there. It's more, it's a business card. You know, I put out an EP for free and motherfuckers get to hear it and see what I'm about. And if they fuck with it, then they're going to fuck with me. But if they don't, then they'll keep it moving. But at least they got to check it out. You know what I mean? Back in the day, it was like, uh, not even back in the day, a couple of years ago, without the streaming shit being popular, they were like, I'm not gonna download this shit. They're like, I'm not gonna buy this shit, that's for sure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah, now they're they're like, this oh, is... have... <laughs> Yeah,
1: they're all they're all like, this stinks. I don't want this shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're like, yo, fuck this fucking bullshit. Yeah. No, that's cool.
1: By the way, what do you feel well not what do you feel, what what's your opinion on one Fred Durst?
2: He's an interesting one. I uh well I I, I got love for him because I mean, they had joints. Like Limp Bizkit had fucking. They had some joints, man. Like the the older, like counterfeit was the Bill record. Like that, the early shit. Like we used to skateboard to that, to that. You know, to like the Deftones and Corn and fucking. You know, we had counterfeit. I think that was the only joint from them. But uh, uh, they like I fucked with them. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: uh. Well, at least you didn't he, dye your hair it blonde.
2: No, nah, I wasn't like You're a fan. Fan like I didn't. I didn't like buy the album or anything. No offense to them, but. I remember on a little cassette tape my boy made back in the day. They had that one joint. I thought that shit was hard. And then now he's been on tour with my homie Q Unique. And you know I did an album, not just me, but my group Brown Bag All Star at the production end of it. We did a record with Q Unique that came out last year, and um, called Black Coffee. And uh, there's a video on online of Fred playing one of our songs and like lip syncing the entire song backstage at a show, chilling with Q Unique. And that's, gotta with, be, uh, that's gotta be
1: that's gotta be kind of cool to see.
2: It was, man, and like a couple of guys from Corn were in there too, and they were lip syncing it with him, like, but they were like, it was like a sad song on some like, it was a song, you know, it was like a come up kind of song, like struggle shit, so they were acting like super sad in it, and it was mad, like, they were just kind of clowning Q a little bit on some homie shit, cause that, that's their boy, but uh, but I got love for him because he was really, really like fucking with our shit, like, Q told me that he was, that all those dudes were really loving our album on some real shit, you know what I mean? So, that's fucking crazy to me that they that didn't listened to anything cool. I, I did. Right. Yeah, like I fucked with that, so he, they showed us a lot of love. You yeah,
1: know? he he takes a lot of heat. I, of course, have, yeah. What do you think? Bro? Yeah, he yeah. you know he he gets a lot of shit. He gets shit on by all sorts of people. Um, I I personally was not a, a big limb fan back in the day, but you know, right. I, I I respected them. They were doing their thing. You can't really get too mad at them. Yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, I think DJ Lethal was in that shit, right? From House right, of Pain and right. Lakota and all that.
1: That's right. He like, was dancing, in that.
2: Like dancing, like legit. Shit. I mean of course don't don't forget about the record with Preem and, and Method Man. That was a that was a dope track. He didn't you know what have what to mean? wear those anybody.
1: He didn't have to wear those red pants though. Those red pants. <laughs> he though, didn't man. have to. God damn those Maybe he was a blood. Fucking red Maybe pants. He the blood. You know you know how many kids I remember seeing in high school with, with the goddamn red dickies on?
2: <laughs> fucking yeah, atrocious. I do, actually. Man. I do it, it was atrocious.
1: <laughs> Seeing these kids. Oh, wait, so you're,
2: you're Transformers <laughs> age, right? So, yeah, I, yeah, we were, yeah, I'm a little bit older than you, so I know I know exactly the era. I know what
1: you're talking about. You're, you're, you <laughs> saw kids wearing those Jinko jeans or whatever they're called?
2: <laughs> yep, that shit was corny.
1: Big-ass pants.
2: Yeah, that shit was corny as fuck. I can't even front, bro. I had a pair. Oh, my so God. Cool. You I'm had a pair? And so I was 13 years old. The year must have been, nine, what, like, 94 Oh, some my shit. God.
1: Did, did you have goggles on?
2: Nah, I didn't do that. I wasn't like Seth Green and whatever that movie was. I was like I was I was skateboarding, you know, I was thirteen years old, I was skateboarding with my homies and those shits were popular. I didn't have like the biggest ones, but they were crazy. And that shit was popular as fuck to have that shit back then. It was like
1: A lot of kids had now you were cool
2: for having that shit. Yeah, it was like you were cool. You know what I'm saying? Like that made you cool to have that shit where I was from And at that exact time, and then, yo, and then very quickly, it got really not cool to have them. I would have busted your balls, dude. So you pretended balls, like that dude. shit
1: never happened. I, I would have so busted your balls in high school if I would have saw you wearing that shit.
2: No, I didn't. Have, no, I'm telling you, it was middle school. I didn't have them in high school. By the <laughs> oh, time, in high school. In high by the time school, school I was in, okay. Yeah, and, by the, like, that was in seventh grade, and then by eighth grade, that shit was not cool. And then by <laughs> ninth grade, was high school for me. So by then, it's it was so like, funny. I didn't want anybody to know I ever wore those fucking
1: things. Oh, my God. it's It's so funny <laughs> thinking about that shit, really. You know all the goth kids. Oh my, was, all the goth kids were rocking those too, back in the day. Which yeah, kind they, were, of funny. they
2: were wearing Marilyn Manson shirts and fucking, they were wearing the Jinkos, the black Jinkos the and pl- they were yeah. wearing eyeliner and shit. I remember that.
1: Marilyn Manson has good music though.
2: Marilyn Manson, you've been making dope he music has good for sure, music, and it's
1: man. really good music.
2: Interesting how much of a you see the big resurgence now about him, right? All the all the goth rapper dudes are like obsessed with him.
1: <laughs> I see that. Justin Bieber is also obsessed with him for some odd reason now. So I, don't random. The, I don't know what the fuck that's all about, but go figure. <laughs> right. Well, what do you think about mainstream music? Do you think it's garbage, like I, I fuck do? I with it. You, oh, you like it?
2: I know. I you like I that fuck fuck shit? with it, man, because you know, with me, I'm mad eclectic, though. Like, I like I like a lot of different genres and shit. So I'm I fuck cynical. A lot of pop music. I'm
1: cynical as fuck, though. So you know, I'm I'm jaded. I'm sorry.
2: Yo, it's all good, bro. I, I think everything's wired that way. <laughs> I think everything like,
1: stinks. I'm sorry.
2: Who, like, what's one of your favorite bands of all, of all time? That like. Stood the test of time, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I'm just shit.
1: curious. That, that's a hard question. One, uh, well, not even
2: like your favorite. Oh well, yeah.
1: actually, you know what? That's not hard. Uh, Nine Inch Nails.
2: Oh, good, good fucking call. I've yeah, seen them in concert. Good call.
1: They are badass in concert.
2: Yes, they are, man. I haven't seen them live, but I've seen, I've watched footage on purpose, like just to see what it's like and shit. And
1: you they, got, you got like, to see them live. You got crazy. to see them live. And you know what it was? Um, for a couple years, have you? I'm, I'm curious now. Have you ever had that experience where a girl that you're with likes a band that you like and she's really into it and after you break up with her, you kind of start hating that band for a short time? Have you ever of gone course. through that? <laughs> okay, you have gone through that. Yeah, yeah, man, of course. Okay, well one of the girls that I was seeing, she was really into Nine Inch Nails and you know, after, after I broke up with her, I could not listen to the band for Maybe like a good two years before I was just finally just cleansed with all that shit. And I'm, I'm luck, I'm, I'm thankful though because Nine Inch Nails is really good. And for some, you know, some shitty girl to make me not want to listen to that band is, is, that's pretty tragic. So, you know, I, I smartened up and I'm like, what, what, what am I doing? What the fuck? I gotta listen to Nine Inch Nails. Uh, Fuck that dumb bitch. So, you know, I'm back to Nine Inch Nails, of course, of course.
2: Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear that, man. Time was healing your wounds with that. Oh, well, that was know?
1: a long, yeah, that was a long time ago. That was like in 2007, I believe. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but I had just, I wanted, to, I was just curious. I thought perhaps I might be the only one who goes through that, but thank God I'm not.
2: You're not. You're not, man. It's a real thing.
1: What was it for you? <laughs> was it a band or a rapper? Some,
2: oh man, I'm trying to some, think, yo, I remember in high school, some
1: hole ruined your this? experience. Oh, I was, I, I'll
2: be real. I, yeah, just... go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't remember, man. There was definitely, there was a, it was a rapper. I do remember it being a rapper that this girl and I liked that this girl I dated, like I'm talking about 10th grade, you know what I'm saying? Um, I can't remember who it is. She liked somebody that I liked. And then afterward, uh, pretty much was and it, was I don't it even Cisco. Know, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> well the funny yo, know, the funny part is that w- he had the thong song was like the number one hit in the in the fucking world oh while god. i was dating this chick so can you believe you that you actually nailed
1: it dude can you oh my god really it was
2: yeah you nailed it i swear to god I remember holy that. shit I have, a, I have a crazy photographic memory you wow. actually like anybody that knows me knows that shit i remember dates oh i remember what things like i remember i have a weird photographic memory and that was that was on fucking like prl <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> I'll never forget that I, while I was dating that chick. Like that is the weirdest shit ever. So oh, maybe it was.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh man, that that's hilarious. That's hilarious. A little
2: bit, a little bit. Oh <laughs> shit!
1: Can can you believe that song was actually just as popular as it was?
2: Yeah, I, I heard it recently. It came on like I was in like CBS or some shit, and, that, and the song, song came on and like like I was like, "Yo, this was a real song." For real, that was like a real. That song. Was, that's that was what I'm the, saying. Those are the lyrics.
1: I can't believe it.
2: Like I love the violins on it. Like on some real shit, the violins were really dope. It's I remember, but yeah,
1: it's catchy. It's a catchy song, no doubt.
2: But man, that shit was corny. The lyrics, like, super oh, like reaching.
1: Yeah, awful. Yeah, that song stunk. That that yeah, was, was as bad. bad. Yeah, that was as bad as Who Let the Dogs Out. My God. Another <laughs> yeah, it was, fucking awful song. <laughs> The 90s. You know what? What's even better is I I remember going down to Mexico and going to a strip bar and drinking and fucking who let the dogs out came on and I just thought, I just thought, what is going on in my life? Here I am 2009 (laughs) or 10. I'm I'm in some bar in Mexico. What, what am I doing here? You know, I contemplated my my life. Yeah. Once that song came on, I just thought, Oh man, it's all downhill from here. (laughs) My life is ruined. I thought it's over.
2: You're hilarious, bro. When we, you know, when I come, I think JMO Gang's coming to the to the West Coast in like January or February. Like, I literally had a call today with our booking agent about it. So when that goes down, we're definitely going to be at least in San Diego. I, I know that isn't where you are, but like, at least we'll be there.
1: I'm only two come hours. And chill with us, I'm that only, would be awesome. I'm only about an hour away. I'll be there.
2: Yo, let me know. You're obviously on the guest list. You and you and Tra- Young Transformer. You I'll be saying?
1: there. I'll be there so, live and direct. I'll even get behind the microphone if I have to.
2: If you go, if you have to, that'd be awesome, actually. I'll, I'll fucking um, I'll get
1: on there and I might do, have to bring
2: you up, yeah. Yeah, man, I might I'll, have to bring you up to introduce us.
1: Yeah, I'll go in there, introduce you, I'll talk some some nonsense, uh, get the crowd fired up, maybe even take shots at the crowd, tell them how fucking ugly they are. Um, oh my god, I'm ready to take I can't them on. Do that. Oh, I can't do that. Not one of those shows. I'm sorry.
2: No, I need to. I need their support, man. Oh, I could I could yeah, hype I, like.
1: I could hype it up. Don't worry. Don't I worry. got
2: you, I got you, I got you. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I didn't... I really, you know, I, I like them. I like the people who like my music. Okay, you know, good. I'm I'm like, I, yeah. didn't know, I, yeah, I didn't know... Yeah, I didn't know
1: what show it would be, you know. I definitely <laughs> I, like I to... That. I yeah, I that. definitely like to dehumanize the audience if I can. It's always fun. <laughs> Lo- yeah. Love exactly. drawing the heat. That's what you got to do. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. Word up.
1: Yeah, man. So I, I do want to thank you very much for being a part of the program here. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but... We are coming to a close. You. Yeah, we're coming to a close here. It's been a fun little chat. Um, here on the program, I talk about all sorts of silly and crazy shit every now and then. I talk about the paranormal, talk about extraterrestrials and all that kind of things, or that sort of thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any opinion on that sort of thing?
2: Oh, about, oh, I mean, for example, like extraterrestrials, I mean, I'd there's no doubt about it in my opinion I I believe in that shit for sure
1: you want to believe i, it?
2: I mean i do no i do believe i 100% believe man i think um in my i mean that's just my opinion you know i don't i think for us to for us to not ex, you know you know if you have a if you have an opposite opinion you know i'm not trying to say anything bad i'm just saying like for us to not believe that there's other life out there to me is a little you know a little hard to believe Right. <laughs> that's a little hard i to
1: believe. i agree i yeah. agree no, I, yeah.
2: I, so I, I've seen I believe, some crazy
1: shit, man. I've seen some weird things happen.
2: Yeah, and I, I know there's like obviously there's cover-ups and all that shit. I, like I said, like I had homies I grew, like kind of grew up with and shit that that are super into, you know, conspiracies and shit. And just from being around them and overhearing things, like I, I learned a little bit about it, but I don't, I'm not really schooled, and, you know, on it. But, but like I know there's obviously there's cover-ups and shit. I mean that's just back government shit. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, even if people don't believe in the conspiracy type of thing, they still have to even even a fucking right wing motherfucker could probably agree like that there's cover ups. You know what I mean? Even like even if it's just to each other, to themselves, like they'll be like, Yeah, we know that this that shit's covered up. Like you gotta be a little bit dumb to not believe that shit is happening, you know, and been happening for fucking I mean, look how the fucking country look how the country was founded and all that shit. Corrupt from day one, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just Oh saying.
1: yes. Oh yes. it's quite fabulous here in twenty seventeen uh, in terms of, uh, the political world, uh, most people are right. starting to see that American politics are as corrupt as the politics in Mexico. <laughs> right. It's beautiful. It's a great thing. A lot yeah. of people are, are being awakened to the bullshit that we have to go through day to day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are seeing what's going on and I'll keep it real with you, man. Like, I, like, you know, I, I love our, I do love our country in the sense of I love, I love my life, you know what I'm saying. So right. therefore, I do love the, you know, I do love the country. No doubt. But I do know, I. But we, but we know what's going on, you know what I'm saying. We know. And a lot of people, like you said, a lot more people woke about what's going on from, you know, racial things that are happening to, and you know, those kind of injustice, justices, and and whatever else. And it's, and like I said, with the Eminem thing, like I'm glad that motherfucker said something because he could, because he was able to, and he didn't puss out. He actually did it. Yeah, I and
0: that's
1: guess you're fucking right. Fucking
2: balls, you know what I yeah.
1: mean. You know, I kind of ripped him a bit on the previous shows. Here, I just said his shit was whack, and he didn't really come with the fire like that I thought he would. But you know what? Once I think about it, you know, he did do what he had to do. So, right. Can't really hate yeah, him I mean, too much. I can't credit
2: your opinion on on the the bars are different from the statement. I'm I'm into the statement. I, I love his statement on that. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But uh,
1: you know, so it's all good. I don't disagree with you. I I just you know again, I was hoping he would. He would dehumanize him a little bit better than that. That's all. Gotcha. Yeah, I respect it. Yeah, I respect what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I was hoping he'd say something like banging the wife, banging his wife, or something. You know, something funny. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that would've been hilarious. Actually. Oh, I would've just <laughs> loved it if he would've done that. That's see, that's what I yeah. was hoping for, and I didn't get it, and I got so sad. I <laughs> got so sad. I got sad. I was like, God damn it, he he, <laughs> he dropped the ball. I just was hoping he'd say something funny. Hopefully make fun of his skin or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, but, or, or that hey, wig
1: he wears, you know?
2: Oh yeah. I think it's crazy. Oh boy.
1: Well, again, I, I do want to thank you for being a part of the program. It's been fun, my friend. And of course, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely have to uh, bring you back on again and uh, we'll definitely hang out in San Diego and make you laugh a bit more.
2: Yeah. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. For, thank you so much, man. And, Anybody, you know, everybody listening, thank you for listening. And if you like my music, you know, thank you for, for tuning in. And if you don't know about my music, I just put out an EP called Sonic Boombat. That's out there for free. You can stream it on all the streaming stuff, download it for free, whatever. But uh, I appreciate, I appreciate you so much for bringing me up on the show, man. And I am excited to hear your interview with Necro from back in the day. That shit is going to be hilarious. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, it's, it's a good one. I'll send that over and uh, I'll talk to you very soon, my friend.
2: brother. Peace brother. Take
1: care, man. And that was J57. And I'm looking at the clock here. You know, I still feel like yelling at a few people here. And, you know, I think I will. There's a name here that I think I have to address. So I'm going to do that when I return. I'm going to play a few songs here. And when I come back, I'm going to yell at somebody. Stay tuned. And welcome back to the program, often imitated but never duplicated as you know by now. What's going on? I am live and direct right now on the TuneIn Radio app. Search end of days and you'll find the 24-7 network. Go ahead and do that if you haven't already, which I'm sure you have. So welcome back to the Michael Deacon program. Feels good to be back. Always does. And of course I wasn't, I wasn't gone for very long actually. I was only here on Saturday. And now it's Tuesday. And yes, don't worry. There will be a show on Saturday night as always. And it will be fun. I promise. Now, second order of business here. I've got some things to address right now and it's gonna get a little serious and it's gonna offend you once again. I didn't think I'd have to. I really didn't think I'd have to address this, but apparently I do. I've tried to leave it alone. I really have. However, this guy wants attention. So I'll turn the spotlight on on him now. Let's turn the little proverbial spotlight on him. This delusional piece of shit, Douglas Dietrich. That's right, Douglas Dietrich. He's been running his little dick liquor again. I'm not quite sure why, but he keeps mentioning my name. I guess he wants to play so we will. I've got some audio of him. I believe we'll play that in a moment. Let me see if I have that ready. Let's see, do I have that audio? Oh, I think I do. I think I do. Let's hear a little bit of that. That um, Oh, that's not him. That that's another that's another delusional fool. That's another one of his little lapdogs. Oh, this is the audio here.
0: I never had a son when I knew him. But now he has a son named Dorian Aquino, obviously too old to have been his son any time that I worked with him. So he contracted this young man so he could say, oh, see, if Dietrich had worked with me, he'd known I had a son.
1: Now what he's talking about here is Dr. Michael Aquino, who I've interviewed several times before. Douglas thinks in his mind that Michael Aquino is my father. I'm not exactly sure why he would ever think that, when I've never even met man in my entire life. It's really preposterous. What a delusional fool. Let, let me just play some more of that audio.
0: No, he never had a son, and anybody who worked with Michael Aquino knows he never had a son. He named it after the picture of Dorian Gray. Dorian. And Dorian Aquino says, my daddy's the best in the world. And the only thing sinister about Dorian Aquino is he's got a big black pit bull with a spiked collar named Lucifer. But other than that, he's all hot dogs and baseball, and he's your of white man. Aquino wants to be white so bad he can taste it. Now, whenever we were walking around the military base together or anywhere else, everybody thought I was his...
1: This guy sounds fucked.
0: Son, because we look like the uncle and the child from the Monsters and shit, but that's because he's ethnically got that Filipino blood, what he used to call the niggers of the East. He never wanted anyone to know about it, so he hired.
1: That, that's another thing about this guy. He really loves throwing around that N word. You know, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I'm not offended by that at all. I'm not offended by any word, really. However, he just loves to use that word for some odd reason. It's it's quite remarkable, really.
0: a white boy, and said, "Will you be my son?"
1: Oh, the white boy thing. Yes, I'll get into that in a moment here.
0: And now this guy's the son he always wanted. All American, meaning all white. And what does he list on his Facebook page? His job. What's his job? What do you do for a living, oh, son of Michael Aquino? I'm a listener to Coast to Coast. That's his job. He's a listener to Coast to Coast.
1: He thinks I am an employee of Coast to Coast AM. Yeah.
0: And what's the title of Michael Aquino's interview? We Michael Deacon, Douglas Dietrich, and Coast to Coast on End of Day. Who did Michael, uh, Michael Deacon interview?
1: Is that him trying to imitate me or something? He sounds like a fucking retard.
0: Before Michael know John B. Wells, who was on Coast to Coast. And of course, John B. Wells made a name for himself by interviewing me. Once he got his own show, said, I'll never talk anything again concerning this Satanism and child abuse shit. And he got together with Richard Dolan. Say that Douglas
1: Dietrich can't be trusted. Yeah, there, there he is. What a weirdo. What a weirdo. The retard thinks thinks Michael Aquino is my father, and I work for Coast to Coast AM. Wow, I really don't know what to say. Why he continues to lie and uh, slander me on his program is beyond me. But I don't really have a problem with with any of that. He's a lunatic, really. He's he's kind of he's kind of a silly cunt, to be honest. He really is. He has all his facts wrong. The interview that I did with one John B. Wells was way back, way back last year. He thinks I interviewed him before before Michael Aquino. That's not accurate at all, really. Dietrich, you're kind of a fucking idiot, to be honest. You can't seem to tell the truth about anything. You can't even tell the truth about your own father. Shut up. You're a fucking joke, 60-year-old cosplayer. Shut the fuck up, fucking idiot. 60 years old and you still dress up like a fucking idiot. Cut your stupid fucking long hair, Dietrich. Your name's Douglas, by the way. Douglas. Fucking dumb name, too. I'm Douglas. I'm Douglas Dietrich. Jesus Christ. Shut up. Fuck you, Douglas Dietrich, with your stupid fucking Jeff Rintz hair. You look like Howard Stern. That fucking Jeff Rintz. Another guy with... Fucking awful hair. Cut that shit off. It's awful. You look homeless. Dietrich looks homeless as well. So sad. You continue to ask your fucking listeners for money. To pay for your fucking dental bill. Your fucking dental bill. (laughs) It's really remarkable, really. He he attacks his listeners, by the way. He says he hates the white man. And I believe 90% of his listeners are... Caucasian males, yet here he is, attacking his only demographic. I'm pretty sure the donations are stacking up. Fucking retard, I'm telling you. Asking his his listeners for, for money for his dental bills, ridiculous. I got some email in, re, in regards to one Douglas Dietrich. Apparently he still continues to attack me. Recently he claimed I was threatening... Something on Facebook to invade the, some revolution radio chat. Uh, he thinks I work for Aquino and someone named Outrim. He thinks I'm a part of some uh, gang stalkers. It's, it's, it's really, really sad. I feel really bad for this guy. You know, I was having fun making, I was having a good time laughing at him, but now I just feel fucking sad about this guy. He's asking for again to fix his teeth and to pay his credit card bills. And I believe this was, I I guess he's been asking for money every every so often. And then he's claiming that I'm deleting comments from YouTube, leaving only comments for another gentleman. And that is simply not true. I I could give a fuck less about comments on YouTube. Give me a break, Dietrich. You, You just, you're an idiot, really you are a sad sad bitter old man and he's also he's also of course been telling his listeners to falsify some sort of report to the FBI yeah he he's saying to falsely report this this gentleman to the FBI for forgery of documents obtained via the freedom of information act and basically what he's asking his listeners to do this falsify reports and that's against the law, really. So he's basically fucking himself over. And I I think he might even be under investigation, the last I heard. So really, Douglas, I'm not exactly sure what the fuck you're thinking, but you're pretty much fucked. You are, buddy. I don't exactly know what else to say. You're a delusional fool. I don't exactly know why you don't ever tell the truth. To your listeners, you continue to lie about me. Why don't you ever tell them that I've invited you on to the program various times, yet yeah, you pussy out? You're a big fucking pussy, you know that? Douglas, you fucking pussy. That's what you are, Douglas. You're a fucking coward pussy. That's all you ever been. Pretentious as can be. You can go fuck yourself, Douglas. You're a moron. Tell your listeners the truth. I've invited you countless times. To this program, yet you run and hide. Not sure why. I'd gladly go on your program and whip your ass there, too. It's not a big deal. Or you can come on here and get your ass spanked. Perfectly fine with me. You have all your facts wrong. Definitely will bury your ass here. Your 60-year-old cosplaying ass. Shut up. I feel embarrassed for anyone who listens to your shit show. You are simply retarded, sir. I, I have nothing else to say about you, my friend. You already know where to find me. Not like anyone's afraid of you, Douglas. Six-year-old cosplayer. Fucking loser. Well, folks, I didn't want to get into that. But I thought it was only appropriate to address this moron that I have out here that just continues to lie. He just continues to lie. I'm not exactly sure why. He's an idiot looks like a, he looks like Lew Diamond. He sorta, of, he kinda does look like Lew Diamond. He looks like a, a Lew Diamond with, uh, possibly AIDS perhaps. He looks weird. His, his, that, that strange bird frame of a body that he has, it's really weird. Unless he's gone really fat again. Thought I saw a video of him looking like a cardiomyopathy victim. Not quite sure which is, which is more up to date, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, this guy's a complete asshole. I'm not exactly sure what's wrong with him. He only has, like, these strange, autistic listeners of his. It's it's really funny. And I've talked to a few of them. They're, they are as clueless as Douglas Dietrich is. So, again, I'm right here, Douglas. I'm over here. If you want to talk, you know where to find me. I'll be more than happy to whip your ass here on the air. It will be a good time for both me and you. Well... Maybe not for you, but it will definitely be fun for me. I actually beg that you come on to the program. I would just have the best of times here. Oh, it will be fun. But I know that's not going to happen because you're you're a pussy. It's just not going to happen. You're a big pussy, Douglas. Remember to cut your hair and trim those long fucking nails of yours. You look fucking dumb. You look dumb, Douglas. I just, you stink. Your show stinks, and you look like you stink. Again, you know where to find me, Douglas. I do want to thank all of you out there again for being here with me. That concludes tonight's little broadcast here. If you enjoyed the program and want to help keep the program expanding, go to michaeldeacon.com and donate whatever you'd like to the program. This program completely depends on its listeners. That means you sitting there, be a friend, and share the show. I'll be back Saturday night at eight p m Pacific standard Time. I hope you'll be there. I'm Michael Deacon. Thanks for listening and with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody. Cherry. Right. in the now. I'm, not that way. I'm a I got a. Yeah. Yeah.
0: About it, okay? <laughs> you the, we it, but the part of the whole about it. But the top members of the are I could tell that all the mainstream media outlets were giving me like bullshit. Like, I just see it, it's clear. <laughs> How appropriate. I wish I could be in that ring with Holden right now.
1: It's crazy. I had no idea this should exist with the
0: full seven seven six. Oh granny, I like Granny. I'm gonna see
2: you real. A lot of good content. A lot of a lot of cool topics. You know, I, yeah, I feel you know, fortunate to have an
0: opportunity speaking. Yeah, this yeah. Bruce has yeah, but I'm going I like that man. it's the simplest shit. You go in there, you see the button then you say I'll put the your smoke, I'll you know you can die about midnight.
1: That's what I want. Just for what it's worth, I want
0: to put in my defense to tell you that I have yet, the most incredibly well-rounded
1: show. Introducing the greatest tag team on the radio. Guess what? Successfully. You were a headline guy. I'm and then a headline guy. You know what I mean? You, for a while you popped out, now you're coming back. For a, while, for a while for while you were actually you you know running I mean? you were running a gym tell us about that running a gym weren't you Why running you a gym at you're some supposed
2: point? to be a news guy
1: <laughs> that's our research you weren't you weren't
2: ridiculous like come on cnn and the guy don't even know what he's talking about go ahead you at no point were you running a gym um,
1: no no running a gym what you, no, you, you need didn't to take work a time out
2: a... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ with these guys that come on the news for two seconds and, and you want to say every right. time I do an interview a guy wants to open his fucking mouth Can't all right even Andrew do a little thank you very much here. we thought that you could hold you know what go back. fuck
0: yourself you know what all fuck, right fuck the whole fucking network. we'll go back to uh talking about Art Carney